and welcome to another episode of the message sorry how am i introducing my show incorrectly um (laughs) (laughs) hi and welcome to another episode of hashtag the message by sheila um yeah obviously this is episode three four i don't really know um and thank you to the guys that have been listening um i know i've been very slow with um the interviews but you know life life is just getting a little bit too hectic right now post lockdown and i don't like it i don't like it but anyway today i am going to be talking to a very very lovely individual um met him a couple of years ago um and yeah do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself or should i um okay i'll introduce myself my name is francis um i'm the founder of grand shine and um yeah man i'm just here with sheila i'm chilling here yes sir we're gonna get into it so um what do you do francis in terms of professionally or on the side or whichever one either or um, both okay so obviously i work a nine to five mm-hmm. uh, i do it mm-hmm. uh i also have my own business mm-hmm. which prioritizes on women's wear mm-hmm. and it's called grand shine nice so, yeah. okay right and um how's your week been actually before we even get into everything <laughs> uh this week has been uh it's been it's been cool it's mm-hmm. been busy are you back at work? Uh, yeah, I'm back at work. How uh, does it feel? Well, it's all right. I've been uh. working from home. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so yeah. they've now implemented the thing where we work from home and then we go into the office like every now and again. Oh, is it? Yeah. You're so. lucky. Oh, Praise God. I hate that I have to be back in the office. Nah, I hate it. It's so long. I mean, it's like, it's, it's on a part-time basis, but still, I don't want to be in the office. I got so used to like staying at home yeah. and working from home yeah. that... Going back in the office feels like it feels like I'm being tortured right now. Yeah, I know it's a privilege because obviously, like a lot of people lost their jobs during mm-hmm. lockdown, but hmm, I don't want to be back in the office. Yeah, I can imagine, man. This it actually this sucks. It really, really it's sucks long. so much. But how did oh, yeah. um how did lockdown treat you? It was good, you know. Was I it? was. <laughs> go on, go on, come on, come on. Oh, Speak your it truth. was good. I was I was hibernating, man. Uh huh. I was eating good obviously because mm-hmm. it's me and my mom so mm-hmm. you know she'll be whipping up I'll be whipping oh up. is it yeah. oh that's nice i've been eating good uh-huh. obviously exercising at home you were exercising you're lucky you have to, man. You have to man. you're literally that tiny one percent of people that was exercising oh yeah you have to, for real. Have to be on job man for real nah but, um, I, I said fuck all that i'm gonna let go yeah get a fupa and that's it just live my best life that's understandable man. that's understandable <laughs> yeah but, yeah man that's what i was just doing mm-hmm. um and obviously like PS4 and work mm. and designing and that's yeah. it. Yeah. So how was it how was it like kind of working on your business during lockdown? Um it's weird because it felt like everything, although like everything was just a mess in mm. terms of like COVID and everyone buying toilet paper and everything. <laughs> you know, it felt it You felt, know, like <laughs> to this day I still don't understand why people was buying toilet paper. Yeah. I still don't get it because all throughout lockdown, toilet paper did absolutely fuck all. That's the thing. From at that point, when when I when I saw people buying toilet paper, I was just thinking uh. like, this world imitates South Park. So mm. like, you know, we literally. Oh my god, you watch South Park? Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> this world is imitating South Park. South Park is reality. This world is. And we're the ones. Yeah, who... yeah, we're the episode, literally. So. At that point, I said, yeah, man, this, this is not real. Uh-huh. So, from that point, you know, I was just like, yeah. Yeah, but, it's um, what it is. In terms of my business, you mm-hmm. know, it felt like 
everything was going according to plan. Mm -hmm. So it just gave me time to just work on certain things, make sure mm -hmm. everything was patterned right. one way or another. Mm -hmm. And yeah, things just happened to work out. I managed to save what I needed to save. I managed mm -hmm. to communicate certain things I wanted to communicate mm -hmm. and as well as like really think about how I want to execute things. Mm -hmm. And that lockdown managed to help it out. So, you know. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. I felt the same when it came to like lockdown. Mm. I felt like it gave me a different type of clarity that I needed of for my business, just for my personal self, what I need to do. Of course. And yeah, I kind of, I, I loved it. And yeah. I think that's partly why I don't like the fact that I have to be going back to work. Right. Because I got used to that. I got used to a schedule where I could do my job and also yeah. do my business, yeah. but not be as stressful with things like, you know, traveling and kind of doing like proper extraneous work. So things felt uh, comfortable. Very, very, very comfortable. Ridiculously yeah. comfortable. Mm. And it was nice. But mm. now having to get back to all of that fucking traveling around oh, shit. It's, it's long, man. Going back on the train, people's smelly breath and everything. Bro, well. uh, I can't, I can't, nah. I can't. But so, we're going to get into a scenario, which is like Let's my go. one of my favorite parts of um, podcasting. So, your scenario today. Okay. Obviously, so it's been lockdown, yeah? We've not been able to travel. Okay. Have you traveled this lockdown? No, I haven't. Okay, okay, neither have I, neither have I. It's going to be postponed for next year. But anyway, so the scenario is, obviously, we haven't been able to travel out. Yeah. And <clears throat> somebody comes to you and says, because you haven't been able to travel, they're going to give you one or two options. Okay. Option one, you get to travel out all over the world, but you can only stay in each spot for about maybe a period of like three to four months and you go on to the next. All expenses paid. You can do whatever you want. You can live in like the highest, most pristine, luxurious hotels, yeah. doing all of that rich people shit. Yeah. Or you get to keep everything you have, so your business, your family, your friends, all of that, but you never, ever travel ever again, and you never leave the country that you're in. So you can okay. travel in the country, but you just can't travel abroad. So I can travel in, so I can go to like places like Yorkshire and that. Yeah, so you can go to like Yorkshire, you can go to Birmingham, okay. and, but I have Stevenage. All my <laughs> <laughs> but I have all my friends. Yeah. Whereas the me. other one, you can travel the world, obviously make new friends, meet new people, you know, yeah. meet people, you know, the richest 1%, not 0.5% of people, Okay. get with them a lot, you, you become friends with them a lot, but obviously where you're going to be traveling around different parts of the world, you're making yeah. all those connections. Uh, what are you mad. doing, Francis? What are you doing? That's a bit mad. <laughs> oh, and for the listeners out there, I would love to know what you guys would do as well. Yeah. So comment somewhere, somehow. So all the closest people I grew up with, I'm not mm -hmm. going to know them anymore. No, you don't. Because you're going to be, because remember, you're going to be traveling. You're going to okay. be meeting people in different places with different kind of money, different mm. kind of everything. Yeah. And then they will become your new friends. Uh, okay. So what would you go for? Or you never live this dingy fucking country ever again. But you get to you get to do you know your business. You get to See, do all will of that. Be, this would be easier if this would be easier if it was in a different country. So if it was if I was okay. to be, I don't know if we were to live in, uh, what's a nice country to live in now? Somewhere <laughs> like, I don't know, somewhere like Sweden. Uh -huh. or, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or somewhere nice or something or like Amsterdam that. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. That would be easier. But I think I'll pick um stay in this country. But I still have everything I have. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Because cool. So say for instance, so the other option sounds nice and everything. Uh huh. Sounds nice and everything. You know, 
live lavish lifestyle everything mm-hmm. but then you don't know if those those people that you're going to make new friends with are authentic mm-hmm. so like the, that's the thing the people that you grow up with they they know you mm, like, yeah they, they, they've been for the trenches with you through from the day trenches, they've yeah seen me, you know, you know <laughs> they've seen you evolve you know from a small exactly. boy to school like they've seen me in school they've seen mm-hmm. me do all sorts yeah. like they know me mm. so those are the those are the people who can really ground you. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who can really talk to you on a level, yeah. like know you for you. Mm-hmm. All those people out there, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're nice. I'm sure they have some nice parties and everything. Yeah, but they don't have they don't have the best interest for you. Mm-hmm. They, they really think about. But how do you know that? Because eventually. Mm-hmm. They'll be friends. Because obviously, remember, if you're going to be, say, I don't know, going to, let me say, China, and you're going to be there for like three, four months. Yeah. And you become friends with somebody out there. Yeah. And you, okay, that's fine. Cool. You can be friends <laughs> with them. That's fine. Right. But it's not the same as the the friends that you've grown mm-hmm. up with. Because the friends that you've grown up with, I don't know how to put it, like, they know you. Mm, I know so, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they know the real you. The they real, know, real, like, real. They, they say that the friends that you make in in like school or when you've grown up and mm. you're still friends with them, they become like mm-hmm. they become you, family basically. Exactly, you yeah. feel me? So, so for you, it's getting rid. Really, it's, it's it's a bit like you'll be leaving family behind if you was to go for the other option. Exactly, oh, okay. and you, you have to you have to keep a family there, man. Mm, fair you enough, know? fair enough. Good answer. Thank Good you. answer, because that's what I would go for as well. Yeah, and okay, the way I was right. thinking of it is that you could use the the other option. To make the, to to make enough money to be able to infiltrate those spaces as well. Exactly. Yeah. Well, as in the option anyway. that I, the option that we picked. Mm, exactly. Yeah. You so can build in your shit and then. Exactly. Yeah. So. Oh, good yeah, answer. Man. Good answer, buddy. So your friends are gonna be listening to this going, hey, yes, sense. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna dump us down. Yeah, of <laughs> okay. Cool. So, Grandshine. Let's talk about. It. Okay, let's talk about Grandshine. So, how did you um? get started with fashion because mm-hmm. obviously like with obviously me growing up fashion was a woman thing i yeah. used to see like the models walking down you know the catwalk and i remember there was a time when i think i was around like eight mm-hmm. or nine or something and i was in uganda um and i was watching i think it must have been what's that fashion week um victoria's secret okay yeah but obviously where i was young and i was back home in uganda the attitudes and you know thoughts were different yeah, yeah. so um i think I was watching it on TV and then one of the kind of like the elders came in, they saw me, they switched off, they said, why, you know, why are you watching this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I think that day kind of like intrigued my interest in fashion. Okay. Um, And then once upon a time, I wanted to be a model. But then I saw that the girls were super skinny and I wasn't quite as skinny as they were. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to be able to obviously fulfill my interest and stuff. Mm. But I still like kept my interest in fashion. Yeah. so how did you get your kind of interest in fashion, especially for like a black guy? Yeah. So, or, for a, or for a dude, period. Yeah. Especially so, women's fashion. Anyway, <laughs> let's just start off with one. How did you get um, into fashion? So obviously it was just me and my mom like yeah. we're in a house together and I was mm-hmm. young. After school, like she would watch. Uh, Wait, you're an, you're an only child? Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. How the f- how's that? Uh, you're very imaginative. I'd say that. Oh yeah, that's but true. But it does yeah, get like yeah, it can yeah, get yeah. boring. Mm, you mm. make stronger relationships. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. True. Okay. Fair enough. So obviously, like I was bored of like playing with toys and everything, so mm. I was just chilling with my mom, mm. and then she was watching America's Next Top Model. And <gasps> <laughs> okay, I see it. I see she, it. She used to like perform it out of it. So 
I can't lie. I watched it one day. I was right. <laughs> How old right. was you? I can't remember. I was young though. I was I was in like primary school or something. Oh, okay. Because so I was, was going to ask like, if if it was when you was a teenager or before that. Yeah, it was around. I was just young. I, mm. I just know for a fact I was young. Mm. And I was just thinking, right, like this is this is kind of lit. Like, they're going through, <laughs> yeah. through some madnesses. So. Yeah, I was just watching it, watching it. Yeah, but it was just—it wasn't something that I was crazy over. I was just thought, I just thought, you know, mm. America's next top model is sick. The fashion world is, is the lit show, isn't it? Yeah, proper the fashion lit. world looks proper. You know, boom, boom, bad. Yeah. That looks sick. But you know, that was just something. That's just something. That was just something in like mm-hmm. my mind. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't something that I was mm-hmm. crazy over. Right. Cool. As I grew up, my mom was like, "Ah, uh, Francis, you should you should be doing a uh, 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 brand." Da, 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 da. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's I, amazing. Okay. Yeah, and I was just thinking, ah, that's that's all right. That's not bad. That's mm. cool. School, I was all right in school, but I didn't really care about like. Really did you do like the art and design and the and the what did they call it? The one where you used to like cut the shapes. Cut the shapes. Ah, oh, what was it? Was it DT? DT. Did you, was uh, you ever actually, good at I DT? Did, I did DT, but I wasn't. I just did it because my friends were in it. And oh, was it? Yeah, I just did oh. DT for the sake of doing DT. What about art and design? Oh, oh I did. Oh, I like. Yeah. I like. Um, so basically, when I was younger, a mm. little sub story. Mm. When I was younger, I used to watch like a lot of Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I always tried to like recreate the characters. Oh, to recreate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah so I liked drawing a lot. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I did art. And that's where I met my my friend there, and mm-hmm. we did art together and everything. Nothing with fashion came at that point, mm-hmm. but it was just in my mind, and business and brand was in my mind. Yeah. And I was all right in school. Like, I didn't really care for reading or anything. Okay. I just wanted to go there, have my bands, do what I needed to do. And then just get your grades yeah. and just fuck off, yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't really care about school like that. Just did what I did. Mm-hmm. Came out. And then I was just like, yeah, what am I going to do? Um, then I had to go to Nigeria for like a month. And this was during the summer. Mm. And um, I was bored as fuck. Like, I was, after two weeks, you know, I got bored. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. Would you, did you have any family out there that like any kids your age that you could have like played with or whatever? I mean, yeah, there was some kids my age and everything, but like Nigeria's. Oh just yeah, not the, I forget that you're an only child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Nigeria's yeah. just not the same as how it is here. So yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I would eventually just got bored, mm. and so yeah, when boarding came, I started designing. Mm. I tried to make. This wasn't me making Grand Shine. This was me making another brand that I tried to start. And um, yeah, I was in well, yeah I was going into first year of college at the time, mm-hmm. so it's that summer, and um, yeah oh, I was yeah. designing. Yeah, I tried to put it on a t-shirt when I came back, but I didn't have no clue as to what I was doing. Right. So I said, "Fuck this!" Like this. Is <laughs> like, Fuck this. Yeah. Cool. Um, fast forward to first year of uni. Chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah. Yeah, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. I was in um, Green Park because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like designer stores and I had an epiphany. And I, was, I was just thinking like, right. What's, what's an epiphany again? It's when, um, how do I describe it? Okay, so this is not going to be accurate, but it's when you have like a, a change of, like a change of mind, like a grand, like a big change of mind okay. or a change of mindset or something called something okay. just comes to you mm-hmm. and you think, rah, like. Like, oh, okay, right, right, right. I got it. Okay, I mean, yeah. So I had an epiphany. I was just thinking, rah, like, you know, this life is tough. Like, I need mm-hmm. to do something I love, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, when everyone's just deep in uni, thinking, right, like, uni is... Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've yeah, been there, yeah. You feel me? So I was just having those type of thoughts. Uh-huh. And I was just thinking, what do I actually like? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I said, and I thought to myself, oh, I like designing. And then I had bare designs in my head for whatever reason. And then I said, fuck it, when I go home, I'm going to start designing. I started designing and the designs were sick as well. So I said, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I said, cool, you know what, let me, let me do a brand. I'm going to do a brand. Fuck mm-hmm. it. I did my and, and then, this was this was first year of uni, right? First year of uni. So yeah, I would okay. say like mid two thousand and sixteen. Mm-hmm. So this is when I had the idea to do it. And um yeah, I said fuck, I'm gonna do my brand. I designed, I made my own logo, everything, everything. I showed a few people, they said, Yeah, it looks sick, you should mm-hmm. do it. And I said, Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. You're gonna do it. Yeah. Oh, and hey. then fast forward to two thousand and seventeen, that's when I started like selling my stuff in my brand. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. And was that like the formation of Grindshine then? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so you started it 2016. I had the thought. In you had to the thought 2016. Officially started in 2017. <clears throat> okay. And what was it like the first time like you sold something? What was it like? Yeah. What did it feel like? I was just thinking, raw. Like I made what I would. I made more than what I made in work. Just from oh, one thing. Yeah. yeah. So I was just thinking, raw. Like, this is me. Like this is. <laughs> I've made do, it. Yeah, I could do more of this. <laughs> right. But um, I was just, I was generally like grateful at the fact that someone saw mm-hmm. something that came from my head mm. and thought, yeah, I want it. And then when they, when they wore it, I thought, right, this actually came from me. Like mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, I like, feel like it's crazy. you know, like I, because I, I get what you mean. Because obviously, where yeah. I do pod, live podcasting events with BBE, yeah, um, it's that feeling of like, right, like people actually like took my shit in, they saw it, yeah. they fucked with it, yeah. they like it, yeah. and then they want to come back for more. It's, that's the thing. So I, that, I, I yeah. was thinking, that's crazy. Like, mm. And this is probably how mothers feel when they see their children. Like, rah, you were like, you were yes, like, Yes, it you is. Know, you understand? Like, it oh, is, you came yeah. from me and now you're and just And now look there, at you, yeah, you're doing you know, the good things. You're doing your yeah. thing. You're talking crap to me, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's gone. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, that's, I just thought, I just thought mm-hmm. it was crazy and I, I just love the feeling. Mm-hmm. And, for whatever reason, I just, I loved like creating, like, I loved designing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just kept doing it. it was so, so how were the past three years now, right? Yeah. How have they been for you? Because I know obviously you have your second collection out, which is yeah. amazing. Oh thank my God. You, I saw the pictures. You. I was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> this is fire. Thank you. Thank Fuck. you. So yeah, how are the past um, three years, how have they been? Um, it's been good. So yeah. it's been, I think it's a, I would say, it's, if I'm honest, it's been a rocky good mm-hmm, in the sense right. where I've ran into so much, like mm-hmm. so much madnesses and I made so much mistakes. But I'm grateful those mistakes were made because of like who I am now and what I know now. So yeah, man, don't get me wrong. Like I've lost a lot of money. Like, mm. like, oh, child, listen, yeah, sacri- listen, listen. Sacrifices have to be made. They have made. to be made. Yeah. And even me, like when people always ask me about BBE and how I'm doing it, mm. I'm like, bro, I have to do it. Like yeah. this is a like for me, this is a passion. <clears throat> so I don't even necessarily feel the money. Mm. Now, when it comes to you know paying my bills and stuff, then I will feel it. Yeah. But course. for this, that this baby of mine that I've grown and I've raised and I'm nurturing, yeah. I don't feel it, and exactly. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to to to. To make it exactly to see it work, exactly. so I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely get so what you like, mean. Mm. I, I've, I've, like, trust me, like, I've just, I've messed up so <laughs> many times, man, so many times. So what's, um, what's one example of something that you messed up on that you now know, or something that kind of came out along the way that you now know to not do for future? Okay, so the first situation. time I messed up, uh, I relied too much on one manufacturer, mm. and um, 
Yeah, I was I was built. I was making my stuff, mm-hmm. and then one day the guy just ran off of the the whole the whole Yay. money that I gave him. Jesus, he didn't make Lord. any of the pieces with no product. Product where? <laughs> product no who? No way, bro. That day I, I was so pissed. Like I almost cried blood that day, bro. I, I can even see pissed. how painful <laughs> it is now. Thinking back, you can't even talk. Like I was so pissed off and. I, I was what, what did, okay, so, so tell us the story behind them. What, what what happened with that situation? Okay, so okay, cool, cool, cool. Where do I begin? Let me let me build some context. Mm-hmm. So imagine Go ahead. I'm in uni. Uh, oh yeah, but it's because you was in uni. Yeah, I'm in uni, so mm-hmm. I'm paying I'm paying my rent first of all because mm-hmm. I have a, I have a part time job. Mm-hmm. I'm paying my rent with that. Mm-hmm. I have no student finance yet, mm-hmm. so. I'm, you know, I'm really... <laughs> You're trying. I'm grinding. Like, I'm, I'm grinding. <laughs> You're like, really? Yeah, like, I'm doing what I can, innit? Right. I've managed to save up enough to uh-huh. to purchase some product. Um, and then, cool, I was in contact with one guy. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy... Okay, so basically, this guy will middleman himself with, mm, with the manufacturer. Right. And... Mm-hmm. And me, mm-hmm. but at the time I didn't know. I thought he was the manufacturer. Okay, so he would be like, "This, I'll tell him, yo, this is what I want. This is mm-hmm. how I want it. Mm-hmm. I want it to look like this. Da, 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 da. How much is that gonna cost? Yeah, it's gonna cost this much. Obviously, just pay through this way, da, da, da. and it can be sorted in this amount of time." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Ah, right, cool. Yeah, cool. I can't wait. Sorted. Yeah, let's do <laughs> let's do business. Right? You know." So right. I'm, I'm mad excited thinking, yeah, like I'm going to shut the streets down with this. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's going to fuck with this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then some time passed. I'm thinking, rah, like it's taking some time. But hey, man, the streets ain't going to be ready for the street. <laughs> like, you know, crazy. that was like you have doubts at the back of your head, but yeah. you got to stay positive. Yeah, man. you got to stay positive. Stay yeah. positive, man. The streets ain't ready for this. Right. Like, <laughs> let me, you know, so I was just like, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Time goes by, time goes by. To the point where some people are asking me questions, and I'm thinking, hey. like, like, don't ask me questions. Like, <laughs> just wait in. for the job. Yeah, man, just just wait. Man. <laughs> don't ask me questions. Yeah. And then I just started to deep, like, right, this this guy's actually taking the piss. So I'm contacting him. I'm trying to contact him, trying to contact him, <laughs> and I'm thinking, and then I managed to get to um in contact with one guy who's not associated with him. Mm-hmm. He's someone who who's also working with him. Mm-hmm. And then the person was like, oh yeah, you know. He's blocked everyone and ran off with everyone's oh money. Oh my god! I said, "Excuse me, what? what? I said, "What? Like <laughs> my money? It's like my heart don't pee, you know. Like <laughs> I said, I'm in uni as well, so that's a lot to me. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, "You what? You did what? Oh my god. So I'm bugging. Like I'm thinking, no, 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 bugging out. Yeah, true. So obviously, I, the whole day I was just deep in like. Like what he's, the guy said, mm-hmm. and I had to have a shower to calm down. <laughs> innit? Like, I was so pissed. You off. know the um the, the Kermit meme when he's in the shower like that. I was legit. I was punching <laughs> up the shower like I was so. He just sitting down. <laughs> legit, like I was so 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 pissed. Oh up. no! And right. I was just deep and like, rah, like why am I doing this, brand? Like why am I doing this? Mm. I was so pissed off. And then, cool. I managed to calm down. I said, cool. Calm down, mm-hmm. and I thought of a, of a plan, and I just I just like first I um looked back at what at the situation to mm-hmm. understand what happened, and I was like, right, cool. So this is what happens in the business, like people get scammed, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Cool. What am I gonna do differently? And then um yeah, I learned from that mistake, kind of, mm-hmm. and um yeah, from there I just moved forward and then did something else and tried to. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <clears throat> so that's one. 
I guess what, that's one kind of tip that you could give to like budding fashion designers. Yeah. To not like, rely on one. Don't rely on one person, man. Okay. Keep your options open, man. Right. And how do they find these manufacturers for those that might not? Um. So how did I find mine? I was. I was okay. A lot of the, a lot of this stuff is stuff <coughs> you can research. So mm-hmm. I was looking through Google. Oh, okay, right, right. Um, at the time, I didn't know of Alibaba, mm-hmm. but you can look through Alibaba mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, Alibaba. Um, I know that one, yeah. one one tip that I found is if you if you look through hashtags on Instagram, mm-hmm. you can see who's tagged that type of word like manufacturer or whatever, okay, and you can right. find some people from there. <coughs> mm-hmm. And I found a, a few good people from mm-hmm. there as well. So right. those stuff helped me. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's what I did. Okay, so talk to me about the second collection then. Okay, so this second How long did that like take to put together? Yeah. You know, the whole shebang. Okay, so um, I have to build another context. <laughs> Go on. So uh, what happened now? 2018, you know, uh-huh. I had my first female collection and that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Amazing, cool. Do you uh, also have a men's collection? Mm? Do you also have a men's collection? I stopped. So I stopped in, I think it was like mid-2017. Okay. And that's right. when I started prioritising <clears throat> on um, women's. Why was that? Um, if you don't mind me asking. I, one day I just designed the women's wear and I said, right, this is crazy. So oh, okay. So you thought you were much better with the women's versus yeah, the men's. Yeah. Like, okay. I felt a lot more fulfilled creativity. Okay. Creativity. I can't say Creatively. It. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. But I felt more fulfilled. Like, it felt, it just felt better, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I did my collection in 2018. And then um, I stopped, mm-hmm. I took a break because I was finishing, I was about to finish uni. So I really wanted right. to just make sure that I'm I'm patterned and I can get a job that can fund it better mm-hmm. and everything. So throughout 2019, I took a break. Uh, and then, yeah, I focused on myself. Mm-hmm. But during that break, I was planning like how I'm going to come back. And okay. What the collection is going to be. Right. And then, yeah, <clears throat> fast forward to now, mm-hmm. uh, I managed to come out with like 10 pieces. And yeah, mm-hmm. what was your question? The second collection. So yeah, the second collection, yeah, it's full of, t- it's 10 pieces. When did it launch? Um, 24th, I wanted to, so 24th of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did it for pre-order. Yeah, oh, okay, and, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So that's what I did. The pieces are so bomb. Thank I you. saw them. I was Thank like, damn, you. this is so pretty. Thank you very much. Yeah. So what has um what can we kind of like expect from uh, Grand China in the future? What are your plans? Um, I want to bring out another collection. So once I've once I've gone through this pre-order, because mm-hmm. pre-orders, that's the thing, pre-orders are long. Are they? <laughs> this is another learning curve for me. I, d- I don't even know how they work, but I always see it everywhere. I'm like, yeah. mm, okay. pre-orders are, I can't lie, it's long, but right. You know, yeah. So after this pre-order, mm-hmm. um, I want to come out with another collection. Okay. And um, yeah, this this another this next collection is better than this. Is one it going to be the autumn winter collection, or are you just? Um, yeah, I'd say autumn winter, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't want to be. I don't want to say. I don't want to put any timing on it because if it's okay, late, yeah, it's late. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, the next collection. Because you know, lockdown too might come down and it can slow exactly. down everything. Everything is yeah. very uh, unpredictable right mm-hmm. now. So okay, okay. So is Grand Shine high end fashion or is it high end fashion? Oh, is it? No, mm-hmm. or is it? No, I'm fin- I'm asking. Yeah, is is it or is it not? Um, like, how would you kind of put it? I'd say high fashion. High-end fashion, okay. Yeah, I'd okay. say high fashion. How come you choose to go for high-end fashion as opposed to like your boohoo's and your 
that's the thing. Those in style, kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> so, firstly, I think those type of stuff is very accessible. Mm. So, like, what's exclusive about it, really? Like, I can go to Boohoo and just get anything like that. They, bruv, the stuff in Boohoo, you can get in <laughs> Alibaba. Like, right, yeah. Literally yeah, screenshot yeah, yeah, what they're doing in Boohoo. True. Go mm. on Alibaba, you get it for like 15p. Mm. So, <laughs> like. It's Actually, just, you're not lying though. You you're not me, lying, like, yeah. It's there's no substance. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I don't think there's like there's no substance. It feel it fulfills the purpose. If you want to go out, on a, if you want to go on on a night out, mm. you get a nice. Dress. Not gonna lie, their pieces are so cute. Yeah, y'all. that's understandable. They like, are cute. Mm. Yeah, they look good. Trust me, they look mm. good. And yeah, it fits its purpose. You know, yeah. it does its job. But at the end of the day, like, who's thought about it? And who's also suffering on the back end? Because there's, there's a lot of manufacturers. Listen, there's a lot of manufacturers, yeah. Oh. Uh, who are getting three You're bare guilt tripping me right now because I love shopping in the places. I know, I know, but <laughs> listen, man, there's people who are being paid like 3p or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's actually And peak. they've got families to feed. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And so, what if, so what if Grand Chan gets on a level that is, you're now a global fashion brand and yeah. everybody wants you. What, you're telling me you're not going to outsource your work somewhere in Manila? I, I want to, so what I want to do, I want to be able to, so the, the people <clears> I want <throat> I'm working with, mm. they can also put me on people that they're working with who are on the same, who have the same, like, who do the same thing in the sense where mm. they have their own, like, staff members and everything who are paid mm. well and it's ethically, like, ethically correct mm-hmm. and everything like that. Mm. So I'm sure they can put me in contact with people like that. Mm. So, yeah, once I start blowing up and everything, that's what I'm going to do. It's just to make sure. Hey, but that could know? be difficult, though, because they could be telling you one thing. You take a trip down there one day and they're seeing bare sweatshops that's and grind a, shining yeah. it everywhere. Oh, bro, like Jesus in the market, what I would you, shut what? things down, you know. You're crazy. What would you actually do if you, like I just said, you've been working with somebody somewhere in East Asia yeah. or Southeast Asia. They've been I, telling I your to. dreams you get there and boom. I need to go. I need to. I know. I need to go there myself. I'll shut it down there and then. Like, but what if it's but what if it's making you money? I feel like right now you're talking because yeah, you you haven't had that global expansion yet. Okay, but I feel like when the money starts coming in and you're like, right, what these men are getting paid three p when yeah, I could I'd be paying someone in the UK eight pound. But then that's not that's not going to be my main source of income. Mm. That's the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to go into too much, but I want to be able to diversify. Like, I want to change. Mm-hmm. How else I'm gonna make money mm-hmm. once I've made the money that mm-hmm. I need to make? So okay, right. clothes won't be my only. It's not gonna be the only stream of income. Yeah, mm-hmm. that way I can make sure that it's everything is morally correct once right. things are being made. Right. So okay. yeah. Oh okay, nice. And what's it like um, juggling a job? Yeah. And having your business as well. Do you know what? The one thing I'm gonna stop doing here is that, yeah. and I was literally just it was on the tip of my fucking tongue. Um, I'm gonna stop. I've well, I've made a conscious decision to stop saying people's bu- calling people's businesses side hustles. Okay, Why I'm is like that? consciously telling myself to stop doing that. Why is that? Because technically speaking, it's not really a side hustle. Because a side um, hustle is something that you do when you're kind of like starting up. But I guess that depends on what stage of the business plan you're at. So I guess. I think I think it's a side hustle until you leave your job to hundred ah. percent focus on that. So okay. yeah, cool. It's a business. That's fine. Uh-huh. But it's also a side but hustle. It's still a side. Okay. If it's black and white, it's a it's a side hustle. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with saying it's a side hustle. Mm. It's a it's, it would be your main hustle, 
okay, cool. So right now my business is a side hustle, mm-hmm. whichever way you want to put it. Yeah. Once my business started making, starts making way over what I make at work mm-hmm. and consistently to the point where I can leave my work and focus mm-hmm. 100% focus on my business, that, yeah. then that's my main <clears throat> hustle. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But how do you, how do you juggle the two? Totally digress of the question. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> That's all right. That was my fault, actually. <laughs> uh, how do I juggle the two? Yeah, it's about it's like really how about. do you how do you make time for one over the other? Because obviously, I know how to do that, but I have yeah. been struggling so much. Like before yeah. lockdown, I was doing three times the shit I'm doing now. Yeah, and I am struggling. I can imagine. I'm fucking struggling, so blimey, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro. It's not easy, but how do you like? How do you yeah juggle the two? I guess um, it's about it's kind of like how you schedule yourself. Mm-hmm. So obviously you know you start work at this time or whatever. Uh, have my break, just chill off for a bit, mm-hmm. do small things here and there, or you can set yourself up. You can set yourself up in a sense where you can set up a certain thing for yourself to make mm-hmm. the job easier right, or okay, yeah, faster for you yourself mean. later on. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, that's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Do you know what I, I think? I think that's why I'm finding it a little bit difficult to get back into everything. Yeah. Because it's the timing. Everything is thrown off during lockdown. I had a set schedule and I was following that, and it yeah. was so easy. Yeah. But then now that <clears throat> I'm actually back to work, all of that has changed, and now I have to like create a new schedule, which is so different to what I was doing before lockdown mm. i think that's where i'm like oh, can't be bothered it's to do stress, this yeah. yeah that's the thing with, with schedules like i kind of struggle in making them mm. i usually like go through the week and just see like initially like i'll go through the week see what, what's being thrown at me mm-hmm. that way i can understand okay this is the program this mm-hmm. is what happens what yeah. happens, and then from there i start to plan out like, mm-hmm. kind of like how my day is gonna go mm-hmm. and then yeah yeah i think what's even made me more Oh, pardon me. Lazier, I guess, is that because I don't actually have to do any live events mm. for the next couple of months until maybe December or maybe early next year. I think that's made me even lazier. Okay. So I'm like, I don't actually have anything to do like that. Yeah. Until further down the line. So. Okay, but then yeah. that gives you that gives you state uh, space to, you know, proper like. Plan, plan out, out everything. How you want, how you want that's what I've go. been doing. Do you know what? That's one thing that I've actually learned in lockdown. Because before lockdown, I was all about, let's get shit done, let's get shit yeah, done. But then yeah. now I'm actually like sitting back and realizing, okay, sometimes you actually have to plan shit yeah. before you go out and execute it. Yeah. I mean, I did plan stuff before, but it was different in the way I was planning it. Okay. Yeah. That's understandable. I know, I know, I know, I know. So before, I don't even know what time it is. Could you check and see what time it is and how long we have? It's 48, 12.48. 12.48, okay. <gasps> I forgot. Today is Black Pound Day. Oh, yeah. Today is Black Pound Day, y'all. They should, they I mean, be. by the time this comes out, it's going to be way past Black Pound yeah. Day. Um, but for the for the listeners that don't know, so Black Pound Day um, is once a month, every first Saturday of the month, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and obviously, I mean, I think the name, you can pretty much guess what it's about. Yeah. Obviously, people supporting black British-owned businesses. So, every first Saturday of the month, guys, please make sure that you are supporting a black British business. And if you are on Twitter or social media, um, use the hashtag Black Pound Day. Oh, by the way, this is not a sponsored ad. I just love the you idea. Yeah, you know, right? Because yeah. I'm all about, you know, black people doing our thing. So, yeah, guys, go and support. But um, Black Pound Day. 
has that done anything for your business? Um, if anything, that's really promoted my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people have seen, wow, this is a black business. I never knew. Mm, uh, the after effects of it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's good. I can't complain about it. You can't that. complain. Okay. Because so, yeah. even um, when I was speaking to um, Epiphany, mm-hmm. um, and she owns a black beauty price comparison website for black British, for, bla- for black uh, hair and beauty products. Sure. So, she, I think she was supposed to be starting her brand in June, later on this year. Okay. But because Black Pound Day came around, she decided to kind of like unveil her idea and okay. people loved it. Oh, sick. So, yeah. So, I'm trying to kind of like, you know, ask different people to see what Black Pound Day has done for their businesses. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, just promotion. Mm. And, you know, people obviously, you know, getting to know and getting familiar with your products. Yeah. Um, so, you're saying it's been good for you as yeah, well? Yeah, no, it's been good. Mm. But I do think, um, Black Pound Day should be like a certain, probably like. So I do think. So you know how it's on every Saturday mm-hmm. of the of the month, every mm-hmm. first Saturday of the month. Yeah. I think that's a bit too frequent. <clears throat> for some reason, like I just think it should be like every now and again. So, do you know what it is? I get what you're saying, but yeah. at the same time, I feel like because. Because, like, with all these other businesses, we don't really kind of give them... Oh, how, how, how can I put it? We purchase from them yeah. on a more frequent basis. Okay. And I feel like Black Pound Day is trying to make that so we can circulate the money in our oh, communities so a lot more happens. frequent. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Just yeah. so it's not like a, not like an event or a festival where it just happens, like, once or twice a year or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's the idea okay, behind it. How you put that? Okay, <clears throat> that does make sense now. See what I mean? That does make sense. Yeah, because people... Because you'll go to Nike... Twice a month, you go to X Y Z three times a month. You go to yeah. McDonald's or all these other white-owned businesses so frequently. So yeah. that's what Black Pound is trying to do for us. Initially, I was I was thinking like yeah. uh, if it was if it was less frequent, mm. more attention. No, not, okay, not more attention, but more. It would be there'll be more of like a a push yeah. towards it. Yeah, yeah. I see, I see like, what you mean. Like you know how people it prepare out. for carnival. Like oh, yeah, it's three hundred sixty-four <laughs> days for right. carnival, or whatever, mm. and everyone's proper built up for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was thinking, uh, if that if the same would happen, if that mm-hmm. if the, if the same thing would happen to Black Pound Day mm-hmm. if it was less frequent. Was That's less what I was thinking yeah. initially, mm-hmm. but now you've told me. Yeah, because so obviously, like the black businesses, they they need that support and that traffic coming to them on a frequent Definitely. basis for them to grow yeah. and to flourish. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess I was really behind it, but that's good. I'm so happy to hear it. I was actually so happy when I saw Black Pound Day um, trending and obviously Swiss coming up with it and actually really pushing the idea. Yeah. Because I thought that like maybe after the second one, people wouldn't give a fuck no more. But going on to the socials today, I'm seeing the hashtags everywhere, people's promoting. I'm like, oh, this feels so good. I'm glad it's moving forward. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so important. So, Francis, before we actually. finish off the episode because we're coming to the end very soon I think um, give me five men who inspire you five in terms men. of like fashion design style all of that shit okay well probably have to think about this one by the way mm-hmm. um, maybe so, you can give me three if five is too much okay I can give you three okay yeah um, let's work with that well, you have to have at least one male fashion or maybe even celebrity that you just love his fashion. So the way he dresses or... Yeah, the way the he dresses, whole... yeah. I mean, it could be the way he dresses, the way he just pulls off certain looks. Okay. Um, what's his name? 
Uh, is it an actor, singer, rapper? I'm not good with names though, oh but I am God. much better. Listen, <laughs> I'm used to Oh names. my God. But, um, okay, what movie has he been in? What song has he rapped, sang? Uh, I should have asked you this earlier. Which yeah. I told you maybe last night, then you could have yeah, looked I, I, I up. Four, four, four by it. Okay, what about rappers? Like rappers? A rapper who dresses nice yeah. in this pattern. Uh-huh. Well, this, this is all, these are just like cliche people. Like. Alright, let's see then. So, obviously, now I like the way like someone like, you know, someone like Travis, Travis Scott would dress. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, these, that's the thing, like, these type of people... I no, think it, it, does, their, it doesn't have to be cliche. You yeah, but I think it's cliche. their stylist who's, who's mashing in the work to make sure they look Oh, no, good. oh, okay, so it's not just them that's doing it, it's somebody else yeah, putting I, their vision on him. Yeah, that, I right. think it's mainly their stylist who puts in the work for them okay. to, you know... Really? Probably, yeah, that's the thing. Damn, that's actually true, Because if you look at the pieces that they're wearing, they're so, mm. like... Mm. How can everything just fit together? <laughs> just, yeah, perfectly, me? yeah. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm so sorry. I actually oh, don't know. Oh, by the way, quickly before we go, what did you think of um Huss's collection? Who? Huss. Yeah, no, that's wavy. I think it was wavy. Man. I, th- I thought it was wavy as well, yeah. Like the whole, the whole direction of it, mm-hmm. the price of it, yeah. the fact that it sold out. The fa- that, that was, was the one crazy. that got me. Yeah. I said, yes, King, yeah, go ahead. that was hard. Um, right. The coats are wavy. Yeah, the coats. The PJs, I love the coats as well. The coats are so cold. Yeah. The PJs, they're all right. I've saw, I saw someone wear it and she was styling it properly. So mm, it was like looking, properly. Yeah, it was Do you know what so- I like about it? I also like the fact that I can't see it on the road. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Exactly. So, so it's it, like it's found his niche high-end fashion thing. It just added, it adds, it adds that, uh, ex- I can't Exclusivity. talk to My mouth is so dry, by the way. That's what, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank the ex- you very much. Exclusivity. Oh, you can't talk to <laughs> but um, yeah, nah, Jay House's collection is yeah, sick. it was lit. So I'm excited to see what he's gonna do. Next. Yeah, what he's gonna do next year. Yeah. I'm actually excited for it as well because I want to see what pieces where he's gonna take it. Exactly. Yeah, and I also like the fact that um, UK rappers are kind of slowly getting out of the whole. I'm just a rapper and that's all I do. Yeah. I like the fact that he's kind of going into a different direction, into fashion. Yeah. And it's not just, oh, I'm a rapper and I have a studio that people can use and that's yeah. it. It's similar to, it's similar to like what Skepta has been doing. As yeah. Well. Like, yeah. You can, like at the end of the day, like when you're an artist, you're a brand. Exactly, point, yeah. And you can use your name in different things. In different fa- yeah. And I like the fact that they're exploiting that. Um, I feel like they definitely got it from the Americans, which oh, is not yeah, a bad yeah. thing. And I love, 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 love yeah. it. I'm so excited to see what they're all going to be doing now, no, like in the future. Yeah. So as we wrap up the interview, um, so obviously this podcast is called Hashtag The Message by Sheila. Okay. And all my guests have to um, give a message before the end of their episode or segment. Okay. So throughout everything you've learned with Grindshine, building out from scratch yeah. and all of that, um, what is what is today's message? What would you say today's message is? Today's message is to uh, praise God, say your affirmations, mm-hmm. and love your people and be positive, man. Yeah? yeah. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So do you have any last minute kind of tips and advice for the last listeners? That might, be, that might be sort of interested in kind of venturing into fashion. Yeah. The best thing I can say is to... Um, do your research, man. Make sure mm. you do your research. Save your money mm-hmm. and uh, make sure you do something different as well. Mm. Uh, that's the best thing I can say. When you say something different, what do you mean? So, it's cool to, okay, cool. It's cool to jump on trends and everything, but it's much better to set the trends. And, Ooh. you know, Ooh. 
Say it again for those in the back. I don't think so, they heard you. <laughs> say it again. Say so, it again. You know, it's cool to follow trends and everything, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's much better to set the trends. Right. When you're ahead of the curve, listen, that's you get you reap the most rewards when you're ahead of the curve, innit? I love so, it. I love it. Exactly Ooh. He said don't follow set. Yeah. The fucking trend. <laughs> I love it. I love that one. No gonna lie, I love that one. Love, love, love yeah, it. It's cool, man. So before we wrap up, where can the people find you? It could either be your personal socials, your business socials, or the above. Okay. Uh Grandshine London is my business. Uh Twitter. Oh, how do they spell that by the way? So grind G R I N D Shine S H I N E london ldn mm-hmm. uh twitter instagram uh my personal is franz f-r-a-n-z underscore mm-hmm. ldn twitter instagram right and, and you got a website for grand shine uh grand shine clothing dot com hey there we go, man. thank there you go. francis <laughs> thank you thank you no worries man Oh, shit. I'm about to fucking end the, the interview without even saying my shit. So thank you guys for listening. Um, obviously, next episode is going to be coming soon, I think. Um, please make sure you go back and listen to the other episodes and support those black British businesses. Because, you know, honey, we got to support each other. Um, thank you very much for tuning in to hashtag The Message by Sheila. And, of course, you can find me on the gram at the message underscore by Sheila. <laughs> I you think, yes, 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 that's the right one. Um, I don't have a Twitter page, so yeah, just follow me on the gram. Um, and also make sure you follow the Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all them other things. And I will see you at the next episode. Bye. <laughs>